Welcome to Humans of the Hospital. This is a place to listen to stories about anything from anyone in a hospital building. Straight from, say, a nurse, patient, visitor, or barista. I'm Ben Myers. Today's storyteller is a clinical social worker. The therapist kind of social worker. We caught up in the doctor's office she works in, in Philadelphia. She's into introspection and meditation. I work in family medicine. I work as a behavioral health consultant, and it's a very, instead of sort of a more traditional clinical approach, we're um, having ongoing therapy. Uh, this is more brief interventions. So I see patients in the exam room uh, that's very typical, like right after they've met with their physician, and their physician has identified some depression or anxiety symptoms. And I'll go into the examination room and, and meet them, tell them my role. But, and if I see an opening, <laughs> which very often that I do, to help them to learn how to meditate, um, I will sit with them in the exam room and do a mindful breathing or a meditation or body movement or something. And I would say that I probably... Uh, do that well over 50% with my patients. So as a, and you're doing this as a social worker? Yes. In general, social workers help with social factors for people's lives and health. That's usually finding resources or experts and translating between them over time. Today's is more clinical, a gateway for people to start therapy or try it again. Okay, but I, but I imagine like that doesn't, I bet that that interest doesn't come from thin air. Right. Does not. <laughs> so, uh, did you say that you meditated? or were you I just... did. I did. Yeah, I've been meditating for a couple of decades now. Yeah. And that was very much part of my um, uh, sort of pivotal point in my life. You know, when I started to really kind of focus, you know, I, started, I took up meditation. I started to um, be more um, taking care of mind, body, and not um, being you know engaged in self-destructive practices and things of that nature. <laughs> uh, right now, uh, as far as self-care, um, when I um, finish up with a day of work. And that inevitable sort of pull to um, go and just go home and sink in the sofa. You know, every cell in my body kind of wants me to do that. I kind of um, just skip over the resistance stage. And I have a new studio I'm going to. And so there's new teachers. And I'm a hot yoga, Bikram yoga person. And that... Um, has worked well for me in a lot of ways. Um, but I'm like, you know, I'm going back to vinyasa, but I, uh, it's hard to go. I don't, I, I love, I've never regretted going, <laughs> but it's always really hard to go. I have had many, many teachers and I've gone away on silent retreats and I've gone away on um, not silent retreats, other kinds of retreats to learn, you know, to learn specifically. Um, and so uh, right now I have been doing mostly listening to vibrational, higher vibrational type musics. This hurts 4423 
It's this whole world out there that I didn't know about that I um, just became familiar with in the last couple of months. And so um, I've just been sort of listening to that when I wake up in the morning. And I have in my home, um, you know, a meditation, sort of a sacred space with a cushion. I have a crystal bowl. I have a lot of like accoutrements to it. And I've had various periods of my life where I go and I do silent meditation, you know, usually after the cup of coffee in the morning. <laughs> but mostly um, sort of a following the breath. I don't really use a mantra. Um, it's more of a mindfulness base where as soon as I notice that my uh, mind has wandered, gently coming back to the breath. When you did silent, did you do that for extended periods of time or days? Um, <clears throat> yes, yeah, so for like a few days. I, I, my goal is to one day do the Vipassana, which the ten is a 10 day, day. <laughs> and I've signed up for it um, a couple of times, and then my schedule didn't permit, but I, um, I have a, I'm, I'm very attracted to that. Uh, uh, how long ago is it? I guess it's like, it's almost five years. I did another kind of pivot in my life, and I left my job that I'd been at for 17 years, and I rented out my home, and I went out to California, and I did a three-month uh, yoga certification, and then I was able to take that training and do some traveling and teach yoga, and um, a little bit of a gypsy-type lifestyle for a little for for a period of time, and even went to uh, Indonesia for a couple months, lived there for a couple months and was teaching it. And I was then going to go do the Vipassana upon my return. But, you know, just I, I think I needed to have, just get grounding and like, you know, kind of figure out what I was going to do for the work. And also I was in a relationship, to be quite honest. So <laughs> I chose to, it seemed like another 10 days was going to maybe not be good for the relationship. So, what were you doing before? I worked in a foster care system, quite big in New York, and I, and I uh, moved around within there, but that was my first job outside of grad school. And the last eight years, ten, maybe ten years, was in the school system. I call that job my, the golden handcuffs, because I had been there for 17 years within that agency, so I was making the most money that I've ever made. I had a school schedule. I didn't have all summers off, but I did have, um, you know, like, a, I don't know how many days. It was like a lot of vacation time. And it was only like a six-week school schedule. But um, it just became increasingly more hard to, to, to work there, and I was burned out. And so um, leaving there was one of the hardest things I've done to go from making, like I said, the most money that I'd ever made to, to not making anything, really. And so I came back into working and using my degree as a, as a clinical social worker. Despite already meditating and doing some yoga, you were still feeling the burnout? Uh, yeah. Yeah. There was something that just got, I kind of like it was in that job, um, I didn't realize that I was really suffering from PTSD. And 
that um, I was just going to like go and take another yoga class. I was going to go learn a new, you know, way to to um, not be so triggered. And um, and it was just it was I was not it was not working out well for me. So you needed the change. I needed the change. Good coping habits help, but sometimes you just need a full change. That was a social worker whose specialty is behavioral health. Meditation came up once she heard what the podcast was, as a connection to understanding our stories. Thanks for listening to Humans of the Hospital. Find all the human stories at soundcloud.com slash humans of the hospital. Reach out to us for ideas and questions at humans.hospitals at gmail.com.